Welcome to AlleyCast, where we talk all things business, body image, mindset, and more. If it's juicy, we're talking about it, baby. Let's dive right in. What's up, friends? Welcome back to AlleyCast. Super excited for today's episode. This is something I've never done before on here, and I've seen lots of other podcasts do it. And honestly, I love these type of episodes, so the stars aligned. Um, we're gonna do a Q&A, and you guys sent in some really awesome questions. Body image, business, Shark Tank. So let's dive into it, shall we? So if you missed the announcement on Instagram, we are airing on Shark Tank this Friday, the 22nd. And you guys had a lot of questions about it. Now, I need to preface this by saying I can't disclose pretty much anything. (laughs) I'm so sorry to disappoint, Um, but I will try to answer the questions that I can answer. So the first one being, did you change your name to Oat House because of what happened on Shark Tank? The answer is no. The rebrand was in the works for over a year, way before we even applied to go onto Shark Tank. Um, And I don't know if I've talked about the rebrand too much on here, but TLDR, the bottom line is, the reason we rebranded, I love Queen. It will always have a special place in my heart. And if you're new here, Queen was our old brand, but it just, it didn't align with our values. It didn't align with our personality. And it really didn't help explain and educate the customer on what granola butter was. It just felt a little disjointed to our product. So with Oat House, you know, it has the word oat in it, which really we think helps just give some context to what granola butter is. Oftentimes the first question that people ask us is what is this or what's in this? Because, you know, it's a relatively new idea, which I understand. So people think it's, you know, a nut butter with oats in it or trail mix. Like there's lots of different, (laughs) they have no idea what it is. There's seeds in there. So we thought having the word oat, you know, in our brand name would help just at least give people some idea that there are oats in there and it's an oat-based product. Um, Secondly, with aesthetics, I mean, you know, Queen was very white. It was very monochromatic, you know, one-dimensional, and it served its purpose. It was our first brand. We created the design. We created the label on Illustrator. We just it was very boots on the ground, very startup-y, but we just felt like it didn't reflect our colorful bright personality so we wanted a brand and we wanted branding that just really popped that was colorful and loud and fun because that's who we are so we wanted to reflect that okay next business question how did you start your business journey so eric and i did a business q a episode a few months ago um i think i answered that question in there just how we got started but tldr I was in my eating disorder recovery, needed a nut-free spread that tasted good, made my body feel good, couldn't find anything. No offense to sunflower seed butter or soy nut butter or any of those nut-free spreads, but they just didn't do it for me. So decided to create my own, had this idea for an oat-based spread, started working on the recipe in my tiny San Francisco kitchen in my Vitamix blender, and then brought on Ari, our third co-founder, who is worked at Michelin star restaurants, you know, he's a chef. He really helped us perfect the recipe, get it what it is today. And then Eric, Ari and I launched it March, 2018. I worked on it, Eric worked on it as a side hustle for about a year, Ari was full-time the whole time. And then about a year in, we went full-time. And since 2019, we've just been, you know, grinding that butter, baby. All right, next question comes from Slam Daddy. Squishy wants to know why you locked him out of the room. Well, Squishy, I think you know the answer to that question. (laughs) 
All right, next question. When will Oat House be available on Thrive Market? Super excited about this partnership with Thrive. We should be on there any day now, honestly. So today I'm recording this October 17th, um, probably in the next week or two. So everything's ready to go. I think they just need to put it live on the site. And if you guys ever want to see granola butter in a retail store near you, request it. You know, ask the grocery buyer, ask the store manager. If a customer comes to a retailer and requests a product, tells them, hey, you know, I love this granola butter by Oathouse. I want to shop locally. I want to buy it here rather than buying it on their website. More often than not, you know, the retailer is going to want to bring something in that their customer is already requesting because the way it works, as you guys can imagine, you know, the retailer does run a little bit of a risk when they're bringing in new products because they're purchasing a lot of product from a supplier. They don't know how well it's going to sell. You know, worst case for them is that it's just sitting on the shelf and it's not moving. People aren't buying it. So if they know, Hey, I at least already have one to a handful of paying customers that want this product. I'm going to be that much more likely to bring it into the store. And then, you know, we'll do our part on our side to just be a little pit bull and (laughs) just try and get them from all angles. You know, then we'll have granola butter on the shelf at your local store. It's a win-win. It's a team effort really. Okay, this next question is sort of in between business and body image. I want to go into body image next. Um, it actually doesn't fall into a category, so wanted to just squeeze it in here, just sandwich it in. Um, but I thought it was a really sweet question, and I've never been asked this question before, and it was just a very thoughtful, the way that it was worded was very nice. Does your life feel whole right now? What do you need? I just, I love that. I wish instead of people saying, how are you, just so casually and not actually listening to the answer, people ask that because it really got me thinking, you know, what do I need? And does my life feel whole right now? So I love that question. Wow. I mean, my life feels very chaotic right now. And I think oftentimes chaos and stress can feel like a negative thing, but it feels really positive to me right now. It feels like, and I hate to get all Gary Vee on, on us, but it feels like I'm just really just grinding, like literally and figuratively grinding that butter but I'm grinding towards something that I'm so passionate about. And I figured out a way to respect my own boundaries. I figured out a way to take care of myself. So I'm not getting burned out. You know, I'm not hopping on email first thing in the morning. I'm making sure to meditate and work out and eat, you know, in a way that nourishes my body and my soul. So I kind of feel like I'm in this really great flow right now in this good groove. Um, that's, you know, not to say that it's not difficult because definitely have hard days, days where I'm like, fuck this shit. (laughs) Um, but I do feel good. I feel whole. I would say the one thing I'm missing, you know, work is keeping me so busy and obviously there's a lot going on with the business, with the shark tank, et cetera, but I am missing just my friends. I think that's a big thing. Like, and anyone knows when you're so busy, whether you're running a business or you're just, you're in college or grad school, your mom, whatever it is, And you're so busy that when you have a second, you just want to veg on the couch and you don't want to go out and be social. You know, you just want to like incubate. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's like a introvert thing. Cause I think I've, I'm figuring out that I'm a little more introverted than I thought I was. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I've been having a lot of very relaxing, recharging weekends, which are amazing. I'm recording podcasts. I'm, you know, watching Netflix. I'm in the sauna, just kind of doing things that make me happy. But then I come, you know, Monday rolls around and I'm like, Oh, I didn't really see anyone. I wasn't super social this weekend. 
So I don't know. You always want what you can't have. But then I have weekends where I'm super social and I'm like, God, I just need a second to myself. So I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a balance there, but that is how I'm feeling. I appreciate that question. Okay. Before we hop into body image, um, just two questions on like workout slash movement. So first one is just, what is your workout routine right now? Um, I don't have a routine. The only thing that is routine for me is every Monday at 7am, I see my gal Trish, who is my trainer. I see her one time a week. I used to see her twice a week, but um, just things got crazy and I wasn't able to work from home anymore. So um, see her 7am Monday. We do a 45 minute session over Zoom. She kicks my ass in the best way possible. If you guys are in Philly looking for a trainer, um, Hooked Fitness, H-O-O-K apostrophe D. I'll link it in the show notes. She's incredible. Um, Just really intuitive, but also tough in the best way. So that's mostly like a strength slash hit style workout, mostly strength. Um, and then the rest of the week, I'm super intuitive, you know, with my history of over-exercising and using exercise as a way of punishing myself for what I ate and just punishing my body for not looking a certain way. I really have to be careful because I do have a tendency to overdo it, honestly. So I just got this new Peloton. Um, which I have been loving and I'll probably do like the 20 minute rides. I have a little bit of ADD and I just, I can't focus for longer than 20 minutes. So I find that that is nice when I just want like the endorphins and the sweatiness and just some cardio. I can't run anymore because my knees, I don't know. I've never loved running. Honestly, I think I forced myself to do it when I was in my (laughs) depths of my eating disorder because it burned the most amount of calories, um, trigger warning, but I don't do that anymore. And I will say I've been loving Melissa Wood health. You know, I know she kind of popped off over quarantine, um, for doing kind of more low impact stuff, but I love it when I'm like, I want a little bit of movement, but I don't want to be exhausted afterwards. So I feel energized, you know, I'll do her 20 minute flow and it just feels really restorative, but it also is hard. So I love those. Um, again, don't have a routine, just kind of do what I am feeling that day. And I also have days where I don't work out, you know, working in the facility all day, pulling 12 hour days, just running a business is stressful. So I try not to work out if I already feel like my cortisol is like through the fucking roof. You know what I mean? Um, I'll stretch, I'll go for a walk or I just won't do anything, you know, just wake up slow, drink my little morning Bev and then head to work. Second question regarding workouts is favorite Peloton instructors, spin and strength. Oh my gosh. So I asked this on my story when I got my Peloton bike and you guys had so many recommendations. It was overwhelming. I had no idea. So many of you were into Peloton, which is really cool. Um, By far the number one most recommended spin instructor was Cody and Corey, Cody. I think it's Cody. You know who I'm talking about. I need to look this up now. but he, I've been riding with him and he's hilarious. Like he is great because I have a tendency to not motivate myself when I do at home workouts. And I feel like he really takes my mind off the fact that we're actually working out. Cause he just says random shit. It's hilarious. Um, strength, love Adrian Williams. He is just, I mean, aside from being nice to look at his workouts crush me in the best way. So love him for strength stuff. All right. Moving into body image. How to not feel bad about weight gain is the first question. Oh man, what a tough place to be in. I have been there so many times where you've worked so hard to heal your relationship with food and eat adequately and not over-exercise. 
and you're proud of yourself. And then you gain weight because you needed to probably, or, you know, you're healing your relationship with food and it's a natural byproduct of eating adequately and you gain weight. And it's just, it's the toughest place to be in because it's another mind fuck, right? It's like you've overcome all of these hurdles and then you're in this good place with food and then your pants are fitting a little tighter and you can't wear things that you used to. And it's like triggering these things all over again. So I think what people don't talk about in recovery is that there's actually like two waves or not even waves, like two mountains that you have to climb over, you know? And it's almost like a smaller, shorter mountain. And then you get to the top and you think you're done. And then there's a whole nother mountain that no one tells you about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't This is a weird metaphor, but once you realize that it's not just about a number on a scale, right? Think about all of the other things that you have gained aside from just weight. Have you gained peace of mind? You're not thinking about food 24 seven. Have you gained being more present with friends and family? Have you gained happiness? You know, have you gained food freedom? Just there's so many things that are benefits rather than just, oh, I gained X number of pounds on the scale, right? It's a very black and white way to look at things versus looking at it holistically and just seeing, you know, how has my life changed for the better through healing my relationship with food? And if you have gained weight, maybe for other reasons, maybe you had a healthy relationship with food and, you know, you never really thought about your body. COVID hits, global pandemic, and, you know, you're moving less, you're emotionally eating, you're stuck inside, you're compulsively watching the news and you're just really stressed out and you gain a little bit of weight your clothes aren't fitting as well don't freak out like number one be kind to yourself no matter what the situation is when you gain weight just take a breath (laughs) it's not the end of the world i promise you it is the most first world problem not saying your feelings aren't valid but just perspective baby perspective there are kids starving um but your feelings are valid because i have been there and it feels very real and tough. Um, but it's also important to keep perspective because there could be worse things, right? Just keeping it real. Um, but be nice to yourself because say it was during COVID or maybe it was very recently and you know, there isn't even a reason you're just, you just gained weight. Like it's the least interesting thing about you. I promise. And second thing, I almost guarantee that probably no one noticed except for you, right? Like we're our hardest critic on ourselves. So just some tips that I'm like kind of blabbing and throwing out there that have helped me along the way. And if you really feel uncomfortable, you don't feel your best. You're not confident. You know, your knees hurt when you're walking up the stairs. You don't want to buy a whole new set of clothes for your wardrobe. You can lose weight. Like I am not anti-weight loss. I just want to make sure that you're doing it for you and you're not doing it for society or you're not doing it for someone that you're dating or you're not doing it to impress your friends right or be an instagram model like do it for you and also just keep asking why like really get to the root and if you know really it is the weight that is making you unhappy or not as confident you know you can lose it like bodies fluctuate and change there are so many times in my life where i have weighed you know more and so many times where i've been stressed and i haven't eaten and i weigh less and it just it fluctuates it's up and down it's a wave and it's never the same so that was kind of a rant but i just i hope that was helpful i'm sending you love because i've been there and it's a tough place to be but 
do some inner work, journal about it, really think about what you want and don't think about what society is telling you to do. Okay, another question kind of spinning off of that. How did you start to like yourself after body image issues? This is such a good one. Um, I still don't like myself every day and I really respect people who do. <laughs> I'm in awe of them, honestly. Um, the people that just look in the mirror every day and they're like, oh, love you, girl. I am not that person. I have my down days. I think it's really common and I think, honestly, it sets unrealistic standards and expectations through this movement of like, you should love your body every single day, no matter what it looks like, right? Like I love this idea of body neutrality. It's much more accessible, much more approachable to me personally, just because I still have days where I wake up and it's like, it could be honestly in like the span of 30 minutes where like I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn girl, like you look good. And then 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I am a I am a creature. <laughs> like, don't let me out of the house. <laughs> um, so it can change on, you know, with the drop of a hat. And because of that, I know that it's all mental. I know that it's not truly what I look like physically. It's my body dysmorphia. It's, you know, hormones. I don't know. It could be anything. So because of that, I am extra gentle with myself. And on the down days, I just maybe I do things like I don't look in the mirror as much, you know, and I know some people will say that that's just a bandaid, but it helps. Like if you're overanalyzing yourself in the mirror every single day, you know, it's kind of torturing yourself for what, for no reason. So I don't look in the mirror as much. I wear things that I feel good in. Like I don't wear really tight, you know, constricting clothes. Like I wear clothes that I feel comfortable in. Um, and I just know that it's going to pass. I have that confidence because I've been through it so many times that I know that the down days are just me being in my head. And then on those days, I really take the time to, you know, sit in silence, maybe do a meditation, journal a little bit. And usually it's something else going on that's totally separate from body image that is stressing me out or I'm feeling insecure about for whatever reason. And I'm just fixating on the body image because historically that's been my pattern. Another thing that's really helped me like myself is finding things that make me feel good. Like I think so often we kind of feel like we have to punish ourselves, whether it be, you know, like killing ourselves in a workout, you know, to get that dream body or going on a super restrictive diet to look a certain way. And it's like, we're never gentle. It's always like a punishing, you know, restricting, like hard journey <laughs> saga to this dream body. Right. And what does that even mean? Like what happens when you get there? You know, you have to keep keep up this incredibly difficult regimen that you basically starved yourself to get there. And then what? Like, are you going to keep that up? Probably not. So find things that make you feel good and find things that nourish yourself. And it doesn't even have to be food related, right? Like I love stretching, just stretching and getting into my body with some relaxing music and breathing. It feels really good. And then because I feel good, I feel better about myself and then I'm going to treat myself better and I'm probably going to eat nourishing foods that make my body feel good. And it's just a downstream effect from there. You know, last thing I will say on this question is think about all of the things that you love about your closest friends. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's your family. Maybe it's just your girlfriends. What do you love about them? What's the first word that comes to mind for each of them? I doubt, I highly doubt it has anything to do with how they look, right? You're not going to say, oh, I love 
Karen. I'm not going to use the word Karen. I love Becky because she is just hot. (laughs) I love Lauren because she is fucking emaciated. You know, you're not going to say that. So think of why people love you and just know that it is not because of how you look. All right, last question. What is your favorite thing about yourself? And I encourage you guys to also think about this with you because it doesn't really matter what I say about myself, but I'm asking you, what is your favorite thing about yourself? Just think about it for a second. It can be physical, it can be personality. You know, are you loyal? Are you trustworthy? Just think about it. For me, oh, this is so hard. <laughs> Harder than I thought, actually. Um, like personality wise, I love that I am vulnerable. Um, I love that I am ambitious. You know, I'm not the smartest person in the room, but I fucking work hard. And what else? I'm dynamic. I think I can really adapt myself in a bunch of different situations. Um, Not the most adaptable in terms of like, I'm a go with the flow kind of girl. Like I'm pretty high maintenance, (laughs) but in social settings, I can get along with pretty much anyone. And I used to hate that about myself because I felt like, oh, I'm a chameleon. Like, who am I? But I think it's just something that I've learned and I've become, I have a really high social IQ and emotional IQ. Um, Very empathetic. I feel other people's feelings very strongly and I can sense when like the vibes are off. Um, Very kind of self-aware in that sense. Sorry, that was like five things, but it feels good. Like when you start talking about what you love about yourself, you never do that. Um, physically, I love my strong legs. They're very muscular. <laughs> they get me from point A to point B. Um, and I love my butt. I think I have a pretty good butt. All right, last question is from Bernie. Are you coming home for Christmas? Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> Bernie, depends how Shark Tank does. <laughs> Lol. Um, all right, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Let me know if you liked this. I don't like this is a new format for me. So leave a review, DM me, comment, whatever. Always love chatting with you guys. Felt like we were hanging out. But if you didn't like this format, also happy to never do it again. (laughs) All right, you guys talk to you next week. Bye.